106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Sorry about that. 303-477-5600. We got three lines open. We got Larry behind the glass and Charlie Engineer and uh, Paul Lewinberger stayed in with American Family Insurance. and National. National. Gosh, <laughs> dang it. I don't know where I get that. I'm so sorry. American <laughs> National Insurance. He's going to slap me. Uh, can we switch, Ken? <laughs> yeah. That'd be closer, huh? Yeah. You're right. It's going to be a long couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's three, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got Ken Rackley from Toon Tech. Yeah, thanks. Right? Always good to be here. Yeah. I didn't say extreme, so that was good. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you have any car questions, please give us a call. Or if you have anything about insurance, you want to talk about your car, we, we take those calls too. Because Paul's here and he can answer all those questions, right? We had good questions last hour. We did. We I was, did. I was surprised. Yeah. It, it works out pretty good. So um, one of the things I looked up today was uh, um, the 10 most common failures on a car. But Ken just ruined it because he goes, well, which car? And, and that's so true because, right. you know. Every manufacturer has issues. Yes. You know, every one of them. Every one yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. And, and it'd be interesting to hear what your take is on, the, the like, your number one problem car or problems that come into the shop. Is it check engine light? Is it a starter problem? Is it a battery charging? Or yeah. what is it? And at different types of the year, it'll be different things. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. Because they don't complain about a heater during the summer. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, and usually in, in cooler weather, they don't notice coolant leaks, but then they notice maybe their heater's not working, but it is due to a coolant leak or something. Right. Or, you know, and some cars are real prone to coolant leaks where others... Never Not so much. Yeah. 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 And some have to have certain, uh, the, the pads go fast on a brake pad. You're right. Yeah. On certain yeah. vehicles yeah. and then exactly. other ones don't. And it's also depends on what we do yeah. with the vehicle. Right. You know, exactly. like if someone's hauling horses around a lot, then they're going to have brake problems. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. and, and it used to be, you know, it used to be brakes used to be two to one. So you replace the fronts twice to usually one of the rears. Now, you know, a lot of times the rears wear out first. So yeah. is what we see, right. you know, but, you know, it just depends, like you said, on what's going on with it. So, yeah. yeah. So interesting. So if you have a car pro- question, please give us a call, 303-477-5600, or you can text us at 307-200-8222. So that's the text line. So what's the number one insurance question you get on vehicles other than how much is it going to cost to insure my vehicle <laughs> that's probably the biggest one i'll get is people will call me and say hey i'm looking to trade in a car you know what's it gonna what's the, the price difference and i try to tell people if you're going like for like you know where people get surprises they're trading in a honda crv for a, a truck or suburban they're like oh that's a huge difference i'm like well it's 
you're not comparing, you know, a, a car and a truck is two different types. But if you're comparing a Honda Accord to a Toyota Camry, because people give me, well, he, the, I'm looking at these five cars. What's the price? And I'm like, they're all the five. They're the same type of car. But if you're going from car to SUV to truck, that's where the big difference is. But that's probably the biggest yeah. one I get is people that are shopping. Or or like even it's the same type car, but with just different uh, options. So you go with the STI compared to the standard legacy or, you know, something like that. They'll fluctuate a little bit, but it may be 410 versus 440. Oh, okay. You know, it may be yeah. like $3 a month difference. It, it's not huge, but it's big when, like, I have a guy that's looking to go from a Honda to Suburban, and it's like 390 to like 680 and he's like, that's a huge difference. I'm like, well... Yeah. Well, and, yeah, you're looking at what you're insuring, though. Right. You know, right. 30000 compared to 80000 or, you know. Well, and it's a 2010 to, compared to 2021. <laughs> like, right. So, a yeah, a $60,000, $80,000 vehicle there. So definitely makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah, I had a guy tell me one time, if you have to ask, then you can't afford it. <laughs> Ooh. Isn't that tough? Yeah. Maybe I should. T- <laughs> I don't think I could say that. <laughs> no, no, you don't want to well, say right, that. Right. right. Well, and, and, you know, and, and you have to figure that, too. I mean, car's 10 years old. I mean, what do you run an insurance wise on it anyway? You know, it's not going to be. Yeah. No, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we got a caller calling in. Jerry from Greeley. How you doing, Jerry? Morning. A uh, neighbor of mine has a 2018 F-150 and recently he was driving and his dash display went blank just you know went black and he said the the vehicle continued to run just fine he, you know he couldn't see his speedometer or anything like that but he just the dash display disappeared and then after several minutes it came back on so he took it to the dealer and they uh they said they found U-codes on several modules. I'm not sure what that means. Communication. Yeah, it lost communication. Okay. Well, and then they they said they told him that they uh, performed an update and that as far as they can tell, everything's fine now. Um, but, I mean, my first guess was a loose wire or something had come loose, but... but uh, one fella told me that, that he thought, well, yeah, that, that the update should have solved it, but I, I guess I don't get that. I don't understand how if there was some sort of a programming flaw that that, that would ever cause anything to just go dead. Sure. That make- yeah, that, that happens a lot, Jerry, actually. Uh, you know, like when you turn the key on or, you know, hit the button or whatever, all the modules, the, there, there could be 30 different modules in there, and they're all linked together, so they're all communicating if you know for some reason there's a glitch i mean every time you light up your phone sometimes you know there's there's a, a there's a glitch in yeah. there sometimes so and that can happen and they usually try to figure out what caused it and by reprogramming putting a software update in there a lot of times that helps did it help his dash did it come back alive well it had, it had already come back to life yeah you know, before he took it in a lot of times cycling the key off and on yeah. and reinitializing all that uh, yeah, Helps. all that networking um, can get everything working again. It's just yeah. like a computer at home. Sometimes you have to reload, you know, yeah. or, or shut it off and, and let it reboot. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And oh. there's updates that need to be done on it, too, that you yeah. have to select and, and do. That's why they have those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's reassuring. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. There's sometimes, you know, we've had cars come in and they have a hesitation and they're driving down the road and, and we go to the manufacturer and we download the, the new update and it, 
fixes it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. And, and you know, a lot of that information is available. You know, on something like 18, it might not necessarily be available to us yet. Yeah. But, you know, the software, if I mean, they're constantly, especially on the newer vehicles, tell, you know, they can work all the bugs out of them. Basically, they're constantly rewriting and doing yeah. stuff like that to make them function better, less issues. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's good. I was afraid the... the gentleman might have a, a loose wire that would bite him later on but sounds like probably not yeah yeah likely not I, I it can happen but you know with the newer the newer hardware and software and stuff it's it's less likely and yeah. and it would be more i guess it would be more apt to or be it'd be more consistent i guess put it that way okay well great well thank you gentlemen oh you're yeah, welcome thank you thanks for calling in and thank you for listening so a lot of people don't understand that because yeah. sometimes what we tell them is, well, we need to do these updates first. Right. And see. Yeah. And it doesn't always fix them. No, it sure no. doesn't. Yeah. But it's something you need to do first before you step up to the next. Right. Yeah. Because you don't want to get into a bunch of time trying to find something that's not there when right. there's obviously a program that is designed to help that if you know if it addresses that particular issue so, yeah and it'd be yeah. less costly yeah right yeah. way less costly yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it saves you from checking everything else you know yeah. when you step step one do this first exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so so does your cars just automatically update then like every time you turn the key or is that something you gotta go in and it just resets on? when you when you shut off the key and turn it back on it's kind of like shutting off your computer yeah so sense. yeah so when you when you shut your car off basically all the modules go to sleep yeah. And then when you fire it up, they link together. They do everything they're supposed to do. To update it, you actually have to plug into it, access the web, you know, the website, and install the. Like if you if it was a GM, you go to the GM website and you look to see if with that VIN number, it'll know if there's a new update on that. Oh, okay. It'll it'll yeah. show your current, and then it'll show the updated. And a lot of times, it'll give what that update covers. And like recalls yeah. then too, like with the websites and VINs. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it doesn't really do recalls. Well, it, it yeah, yeah, it doesn't it, really do recalls. You have to go to the manufacturer yeah. for the recalls. Yeah. Because they have to clear it out of their system. But there are software recalls, too. Yeah. So, yeah, because, like, the software update is usually more of a maintenance type thing, you know, to cure right. a problem. So it's not something that's covered by the manufacturer or anything like that. It's, the recalls would be. The recalls would be. Okay. Yeah. And so that's why you have to go to the manufacturer, and then they have to be able to Tell them it, they have to let the, the government know that they did this recall on that vehicle. With that VIN number. Yes. And yeah. then they can wipe it off. So then they're not getting in trouble because they got to report all these that they're trying to do their part, their due diligence to clean these out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and usually only a recall would cover like a safety issue, like if the car shut down or something while yeah. I was driving or emissions. Um, emissions recall or, or a failure like of some kind yeah you know like yeah. a brake failure or right. if they get in an accident the airbags aren't going to deploy it's a safety issue usually yeah yeah and that's why yeah by yeah. shutting off the car it's a safety yeah so with that we're going to take a quick break you're listening to drive radio on klz 560 can you believe how low rates are staying still in the twos back in the 40s and the 50s rates were in the five to six percent range how much longer you're going to wait Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage, 
Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Phone number 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Any car questions or any insurance questions on your car. And then um, I want to remind you that we will be having this re-air on uh, noon on Sunday till 3. You will not be able to call in and ask any questions, but you can text us at 307-200-8222. And you can text... Uh, do a question today if you like and we will answer that so i was just going to say dave hart from roof max text me and said that they do a five-year warranty on those roofs roofs after they do that yeah they do it yeah, yeah. he does it yeah which is good yeah because i think that spartacus asked that if there's some type of warranty yeah and i think he was looking for you too to give more insurance on it yeah yeah to to give a kind of a break at 10 percent or something but yeah that's good it's good to know 
All right. Um, we were just talking about this uh, uh, reprogramming, right? And um, Ken, you you were mentioning that sometimes you don't even have to go there to reprogram it. You just you know cycle the key or, or um, right or or initialize your modules. Yeah, right. Exactly, and and let them communicate. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do you see a lot of issues with that lately? You know. We do see, uh, and a lot of instrument clusters, like he was talking about, like Jerry was saying, uh, uh -huh. a lot of clusters, a lot of radios. We had a Toyota in earlier this week, and the windows weren't working. The windows and the heater weren't working. And a couple, couple key cycles later, they started working. Yeah. And all but one window, but that's Isn't that crazy? Issue. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure batteries affect all this too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the first thing, you know, the first thing you test and the battery did test bad. We got a new battery in it. One window still didn't work in, but you know, it's, uh, it had to do that first cause it did have a bad battery. Right. So, but yeah. Know. And see, um, during this, this one storm we had, it was, it was a while back and it dumped like two and a half feet. Uh -huh. um, one of our neighbors, this friend of mine, he was going around jumping everybody with his truck. Oh, uh -huh. And I told him not to do that. I wouldn't use a vehicle. Well, guess what? We went, to, we went somewhere together to work on this one house, and we got in the truck, and it was like click, click, click. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, no. And he goes, I, he goes, I don't know what happened. Took out his alternator because yeah. he, he jumped mm -hmm. somebody backwards. Or it, they hooked him up. He let him have the cables. Oh, oh, yeah, and that's why they have these jumper boxes that you can get. Yeah. So. Let's go to the phones real quick. We got Spartacus calling in. How you doing, Spartacus? Good morning. Uh, quick question since you have Paul on again. Paul knows all the vehicles because he insures them. But the question is this: I don't quite get it. Why the insurance companies don't even want to talk about diminished value? I've been accident-free for thirty years, but I have had two of our wonderful Colorado citizens smack me. One, when I stopped at a light in the seven forty. And the other one in the X3, car was parked. And the gal ran into it, left a note on the windshield, said, oh, geez, I'm sorry, there's a little snow on the road. I lost control. So my question is, it's very easy for insurance companies to do two taps on Carfax and look at the diminished value, because you and I both know that once a car has been in an accident, depending on the vehicle, it can be anywhere from 30 to a 50% knock on the valuation. And yet insurance companies act like, hey, not our problem. What are your thoughts on that? No, it's a huge, huge gray area with insurance. Some will well, it take it into – Then that's why a lot of people get lawyers involved yeah. and, and do it legally behind the scenes because everybody's opinion is going to be different and there's no mathematical formula that says this is exactly right. You know, with, Well, in a way there is because, as you know, you can do two taps on Carfax – on the same make model vehicle, one, I mean, same mileage, da -da -da condition, two taps, and it will tell you what that car is worth with no accidents versus what it's worth after somebody smacks it and you rebuild it. So the question is, why do insurance companies try to put people through the ringer instead of just do two taps, get the data, and cut a check? That's a great question. I, that's just how it's diminished value has just always been just it's a pain it's it's a huge gray area well it's pretty lame though because particularly when you're not at fault and the other insurance company is paying to fix it i just think there's a huge huge gap there between what's actually happening and what should happen no you're right there always has been yeah it's been there since day one how do we fix it how do we fix it <sighs> i don't know i me neither yeah 
People ask me that question all the time, and there's just no good answer. Yeah. I mean, and, and I look at it. Is it going to take a class action suit in the billions over the last 10 years of cars that there was no compensation for diminished value on an innocent car getting smacked? I don't, I don't know. When I've had people even talk to lawyers about going after the individual themselves for the difference. You know, you hit me, so your insurance isn't going to take care of the diminished value. You're, I'm going to get it out of you. And it's just. Right. How'd that work? How'd that work? It just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, just uh, curious. Thank you much. All right. Thanks for calling in. With that, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. Um, sometimes we just don't have the answer. Yeah, you know, well, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you get a bumper taken off, you know, it's a 1000 bucks or something like that. I mean, it doesn't really, you know, I wouldn't think that should affect much, but, you know, you get it sideswiped and ripped half the differential out and stuff like that, you know, $25,000 on a $50,000 truck, that's way diminishing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and... Um, yeah, it's hard to hard to know. And then, yeah, how do you put a number two to something, you know, from a bumper to a, you know, to a near total? Yeah. So. Well, I think the thing, too, that, that throws people off is, you know, I think my truck's worth 30000 You pay me 40000 It's worth 40000 to you, but everybody else says it's only worth thirty. But you like black and you like, you know, whatever else right. that's there, you're willing to pay more because that's what your flavor is. And that messes things up too, because it, because yeah. then people are going, well, now it's a forty thousand dollar truck. Well, to you it is, right? But to us, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, to everybody else, it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's well, that's where gap insurance and the, you know, things like that probably help. But still, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, no, now you also insure like classic cars. Yeah, and that's a totally different world ball game. I yeah. mean, if if you've got an agreed value and it's eighty thousand. And that's what I really like about American National with the way they do it. There's like on a normal car, you've got 70% value to damage right. before they'll total it out. Uh-huh. With a classic car, you could have an $80,000 Corvette. You get rear-ended and it's $15,000 worth of damage and you don't want it anymore. Ampac will take it for the 80 and, and take the car and give you the 80 if you're, if you're done with it. And at the same time, if it's $75,000 worth of damage... That's your choice. They'll give you the check for seventy-five to get it fixed, and you can still keep it. So, whether you keep the car or not at a classic car, it's always your choice. It's not ours. Yeah. Because I had a guy a couple of years ago buy a brand new Camaro. He was over by Red Rocks, got blasted with a windstorm. It was seventeen thousand dollars worth of damage to the paint on a hundred and ten mile car, and he couldn't get it repainted until August, and this was in May. And he's like, I don't want to wait all summer because he couldn't get into anywhere. So we took the car, gave him the money, went and got a brand new Camaro two days later. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the classic car side, there's always going to be a lot to where on a normal daily driver. So yeah. you said also that if the value is 70% that they total them now. Yeah. So it's always, so if you've got a $10,000 car and your initial estimate's 7000 knowing that there's going to be a supplement, they don't want to get upside down. Well, sure, because immediately they will. Because if they haven't done a supplement, it's, it's going to be It's always going to go down. 10% yeah. on something like or that, more. it seems like. Yeah, yeah or more. Yeah. yeah, at least 10. Well, and if you own the car, you don't. I don't want my truck to be at 80% now. I'd rather it be total. <laughs> because like you just said, the diminished value in Carfax, and I try to sell it, you're trying to buy my my truck, and you go, oh, it was in a bad accident according to Carfax. You want $20,000, i am only going to give you sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The integrity of the structure has just been, I mean, you're not going to win. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I, I wouldn't keep a car that was in an accident. No. Nah. That's me. 
you know, yeah, I would rather get it fixed and then sell it or yep. trade it in and get yeah. something newer. Yeah. Because I, I just know you're going to have issues. Yeah. All eventually right. down the road. I mean, these these companies do a great job of redoing them. You know, the collision centers. I don't want to knock them, but it just never seems. Well, right. they 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 can they only do what they can do. Right. They they have this to work with, and you know, not everything's going to be new. They have to straighten things and yeah, fix things as necessary. Well, and there's some, there could be some fragile wires back sure. down inside yeah. there that you know, something shifted just enough to rub to through, rub and through eventually, right? yeah, and exactly. then here's your problems. Uh-huh. Put yeah. something in a bind, you know, suspension bolt. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many factors when vehicles get hit. So these, you know, I, I see some customers call me, hey, this this is a salvage vehicle. Um, can you look at it? And I'm like, you know, I, I can, but, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff there that, you know, you're buying a salvage vehicle. So right. it's, you know, we can make sure everything looks okay but whether or not you know i mean maintenance wise and stuff like that but you know and frame integrity things like that body right. you know stuff like that is really hard to say you know let's hold that thought on salvage vehicles i'd like to talk about those about how you insure them because i've had a couple people call up and they say i found this car it's a salvage title but what do you think so let's hold on to that thought let's take a quick break and we'll come right back so you're listening to drive radio on klz 560 Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and keep your vehicle on the road longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order from the most to least important. That way you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. 
Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Okay, we're back, and we we got onto a subject about salvaged vehicles, and um, I ha- I've had a few people call up and say, "Hey, I found this car, and it's really low price, and it's got a salvage title. How does that affect? How do I get insurance on that? And and can I get insurance on it? And what's the goods and the bads about it? And to me, if a vehicle's been salvaged, I'd stay away from it. Is what I usually tell them. But you can get insurance. Yeah, you can. The one thing that changed maybe three or four years ago, is Hill claims now, if they're totaled out, they won't salvage the car. Colorado is one of the only states that does that. So if you have a Hill claim that it's totaled out, you will still won't have a salvage title because you can get the Hill fix that's cosmetic to where seven, eight years ago, it's totaled out, you got a salvage title if you keep it, and then you've got that diminished value with the salvage title. Right. But like I tell people the same thing, just stay away from it because you don't want to put your kids in a salvaged car that's been... You know, yeah, you, you know, see, when we were started talking about collisions, what worries me, did they hook up the airbag or is it just there? You're right. Is it going to even work? They, you're right. Have exactly. they disabled the whole system? Right. Because, so we don't know. Yeah, because when an airbag deploys, there's certain things that have to be replaced and then reprogrammed. Right. Modules, sensors, stuff like that. Even though they might not be part of the accident, those have to be replaced in order to get the airbag system to work again. Right. So it's a big big deal and and people can even turn off the light to where it won't even show yeah so that's what's scary that is scary but you say you can if a person does get a salvage title they can get insurance on it yeah you you can you can always get liability insurance but if you find out why it was salvaged through carfax then you can prove that you got x y and z fixed you can go back to full coverage no no carfax isn't for everybody though they don't turn everything in Right. That's the other problem. But if it's been totaled out, you'll you'll, you'll know you'll know because yeah. it will show on there. If the yeah. insurance ever paid on a total, yeah. then that would show up. Yeah. Yeah. But if somebody drove it into a into a lake, oh, and that's completely different. But you know, drove into it a into a lake and you know, yeah. drown it and stuff, and then yeah, now, that wouldn't show. I up think there's a way too to clean up the titles to where if they were salvaged in another state and they come here, there's they. I think people have found out how to clean the title. 
I've heard yeah. things like that. I mean, I, I yeah. But uh, when, when I noticed from the towing side, um, a lot of these, uh, like we have to send notices. If a car is impounded, we have 10 days, we have to send a certified letter to the customer. Okay. okay? The vehicle owner. And if it's an out of state and we see that it's out of state, we have to go to that state and do it. And there's a website that we go to for each one of these. And you go to the website of that state and you can find out who the registered owner and they will then talk about how how you can find out about that vehicle and stuff. And then mm-hmm. you have to send a certified letter to that state oh, and wait okay. for that to come back. And the and the sheriffs or the, the Arapahoe County Sheriff or, or Denver or uh, Parker Police, they send it too. Okay. They're trying to find the same information because you're supposed to do your due diligence and stuff. Sure. And uh, then you find out, well, the guy drove here and he never titled it here. So the title's still in. Oh, okay. The, it just becomes a nightmare. But at least and, on and, but, Carfax, that's a national thing that you can't clear it from Carfax typically. I don't think uh, you can. Right. But what think. happens is some of those cars were, you, you'll find out that they were in a flood. Right. And then they sent it here. Yeah. You know, and that happened both. Years ago with yeah. back east cars. Yeah. Right. And that hurricane Sandy. went through. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So we got Bob from Golden. He has a comment on the salvage title. How you doing, Bob? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, you, you're hitting the subject near and dear to my heart. John, I've talked about this before, but um, from a perspective inside the business, um, you know, there's so many lies and misrepresentations that are told when somebody offers a salvage vehicle, a previously salvaged vehicle for sale. Uh, the one that really gets to me is when they, they'll, they'll tell the prospective buyer that uh, it's been inspected by the state patrol, so everything must be fine. And as you guys know, is better than most, state patrol inspects safety. They check for the headlights, they check for wipers, they check for glass in the windows, and that's it. They don't check for any. There's no uh, independent evaluation of what repairs were done, how were they done. Um, and, I mean, it, I, I've seen this for over 30 years, and, I mean, it's just an ongoing issue. And people think because they're getting a deal, you know, they're saving money, that, uh, it, that it must be a good deal. I mean, another one that, that most people don't know about is if the, if the car is still nominally under factory, uh, original factory warranty, but that's voided. You know, I mean, I've seen 20,000 miles cars that were salvaged. Somebody buys it thinking they still have a warranty because nobody tells them they don't. And, um, you know, they just, they get screwed. Or they, the person tells them that they do so they can sell the car and then you can never get a hold of that person again. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, the, the problems with Salvage vehicles just go on and on from a from an evaluation standpoint. Um, generally, in this in this market, when a when a dealer is asked to uh, give a bid, which to most dealers won't, um, but there are some who will. Uh, you know, the valuation starts at about fifty percent of book value, and then it drops from there. You know, the fifty percent is before they even see it or touch it, sure. and then you know it goes down from there. So they said, but it's. It's an area that is not a big favor of legislation, but uh, in this, in the way that salvage vehicles are described, uh, it's it's really ridiculous. If, um, so. I, I agree with Paul. If it was, if I don't know if I'm agreeing with you, but if it was hail damage, I think that's a whole nother world. 
I think you're okay with yeah, that because that's cosmetic. But some of these salvage absolutely. titles, the vehicles have been in an accident. Yeah. I wouldn't put my loved ones in one. No. Right. Yeah. 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 No. It's it's just it is absolutely you. Do, it's it's it is a uh, total um, morass of potential problems. I mean, I'm sure. That, I mean, not all of them are unsafe to drive. Right. But I've certainly seen my share of, and I'm sure you guys have too. It's, it's just. Sure. All people people are blinded by the by the dollar amount of the deal they're getting, right? And uh, you know, they, they they assume when somebody says, "Oh, it's been inspected by the state patrol," which is a requirement to get the title issued. It has to be done. Uh, but again, it's only a safety check, and, it, and yeah, it's it's ludicrous that that, it, that it's allowed to that, that the uh, selling dealer, or the selling entity dealer, or whatever. Uh, are, are able to uh, lie. I, mean, I was trying to think yeah, of the kind right. of word, but well, it, even it, if it's not a salvage title, I mean, if you if you're buying a car and you don't take it to a a, a, a shop that right. knows what they're doing and can look at the vehicle, we we used to do that. I mean, when I owned Extreme, they would come in and it's like, oh my gosh, they're selling this car. Look at the damage on this thing. Yeah. Or look at this control mm-hmm. arm. Or look at this ball joint about ready to fall off. Yeah, right. You know, or or look at the, who welded this, yeah. you know. <laughs> you, you, you find weirdest stuff sure. and you go, oh, my gosh, don't even buy this car. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? Walk away. Walk yeah, away. Just, yeah. uh, because you should really have your cars checked before you purchase them because right. it is. Yeah. Oh, there's a, so much stuff out there. That, yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. from a private party because they're trying, they, they don't sell it through a shop or they didn't take it to a dealer and trade it in or a, right. or, or a licensed used car lot or something that they're trying to sell it themselves. Um, I, I throw caution to the wind. I'm not saying everybody's that oh, way because right. there's exactly. some people that are selling good cars. Right. But uh, you just got to be careful with that. Yeah. I mean, have, them, have them inspected. I mean, yeah. there's just, but once you buy it, you're, you're the owner, so you own whatever you just bought. And if it's a big pile of junk, you own a big pile of junk. So. Yeah. <laughs> when it makes you wonder if it's such a good car, then why are you selling it? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I always look at. Like, if it's a, a great car, yeah, you know, then you'd be selling it to, like, a friend or a family member. You wouldn't just be selling it to somebody that you don't know. Right. I had a sister-in-law that just, she just, uh, she was going to sell her, her car, right? And she went through and she detailed it all out, cleaned it all up. And she goes, I can't get rid of it. Look at it. It's still clean. It's still a great car. <laughs> I, got, I don't want to get rid of I it I got now. it detailed. Why should I sell it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but you know, that's a good point, you know. Yeah. So, any other comments, Bob? Yeah, one more comment with regard to the to Carfaxes, and I know everybody here in is aware of this, but again, another big misconception with with buyers that relates to you know the condition of the vehicles is that Carfax does not Carfax does not have all the information on every car. Right. Carfax right. has whatever information Carfax has. Two things that happen. One. Carfax has to decide to get the data from a from a state or from a uh, shop, uh, and then that the sending entity has to make that information available. I mean, right. each state does not disclose the same information to Carfax uh, on you know that they have in the in their file on his, in their history file. Yeah. Um, what I mean by that, what I mean by that is. Um, again, particularly in the northeast or southeast states, and again, based on my experience, you'll find DMVs will release selected information, which may or may not include 
uh, accident information uh, may or may not include uh, weather information. You were talking about flooding, and that sure. yeah, you know, that's a separate issue all by itself. Because uh, there are there are companies. I'm only talking because I think it sounds like a quiet morning. Um, there are companies, particularly down in the Houston area and southeast part of the country, they specialize in bu- in buying vehicles after flooding, right. and you know they take them apart. I mean, they take yeah. all, everything except the sheet metal. Anything in the interior comes out of that vehicle. They uh, cosmetically clean them up, and they they have a clean title, but they've been flooded because yeah, right. they buy them from the individuals before the insurance company totals them. Right. So anyway, there's so much going on, and, and you know, in today's in today's uh, crazy world, um, you know, people have just got to do their homework, and they just, but it just doesn't happen. I mean, I, yeah. like I said I've bulk of my business was selling to dealers for years and uh you know the few retail i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't sell a retail customer a vehicle uh, a used vehicle unless they took it and had it inspected and if something was wrong with it i'd pick up the pick up the cost of that but i you know again i put everything in writing i said i will not sell you this vehicle until you have it inspected by somebody of your choice right and you know we would transport it because you know life's too short but yeah, yeah. it's uh it's definitely a subject that we we need to get the message across to the consumers. And as an industry, we aren't doing it. Right. I mean, you right. can look at any any uh, pull up any one of the, the uh, used car search engines, and you will find deals, and they'll either discuss dis- describe them as rebuilt, as previous salvage, yeah. or reconstructed. Yeah. And you know, most people, if they don't see the word salvage, they have no clue what they're what's talking about. Right. As I said that. Yes. Anyway, sorry to take up so much time. No, no all good information. Yes, yeah, that's great. Thanks for calling in. All right, guys, take care. Take you care. Too. With that, we got a break. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. 
Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora started out as a traditional roofer, repairing and replacing asphalt roofs. But he got so tired of the unnecessary waste. The quality of asphalt shingles has declined in recent years, leading to less and less durable roofs. Especially in Colorado, where high altitudes expose your roof to stronger UV rays that damage your shingles, combined with severe spring and summertime storms and more than twice the national average snowfall, you could end up replacing your roof every few years, paying higher and higher insurance costs. Roof Rejuvenation from RoofMax offers an alternative to total roof replacement. Just one application of the all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof guaranteed. Because Dave has a background in roofing, he can provide any patches or small repairs your roof may need before applying roof rejuvenation. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, we're back. And as we're back, um, it reminded me that we have a story that Paul gets to tell us. And, and, and no, you know, we all go through something like this. Really? I, well, maybe I'll educate people, but I'm sure the phone lines will start ringing and people will be like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so last Friday when I was heading back, running errands, my sensors went off and my right front tire PSI was going down quick. So I pulled into a gas station to fill it back up and of course those air things are never working well they work all the time you just yeah. <laughs> they just put out a working sign on there but you just yeah. Yeah. so you put your money in yeah. so i had called my buddy at the gym to let him know i wasn't coming so he showed up to help me change the tire so we got everything out to change it and on the back because i've got a 2020 chevy silverado on the back of the bumper is the keyhole that you have to pull out the bolt to get the spare tire down well i couldn't find the key so i looked in my glove box i looked through all the jack stuff couldn't find a key anywhere and so i called discount tire and they were closed from noon on because it was good friday so then i called my buddy at a body shop and i was like hey do you mind if i have a tote over there and you can help me figure this out so he's like yeah that's fine i told him what was going on he's like yeah that's weird so then the tow truck driver shows up and he's like where's your key to unlock it and i'm like i don't have a key he's like how does chevy not give you a key it's a brand new truck i was like nobody ever gave me a key he's like what about your glove box i'm like the only key i have is the for the nut that's got the chevy emblem to unlock the bolts so then we get it towed over there, and 
that's the ongoing joke is everybody's like, I don't know how you don't have a key. Well, everybody's doesn't know this. Well, yeah. so then I get over there and, and Joe from SVE comes out. He's like, let me see your keys. So I gave him my, my keys, my the fob. fob. And uh-huh. he's like, this is your key. So he pushes the button and it pops out. And I was like, didn't know that. <laughs> 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 I mean, I even went to discount on Monday to get the spare changed back on and fix it. And the guy comes out and he's probably in his 50s. And he's like, hey, I need your key to unlock the bolt. I'm like, it's in the fob. And he's like, what do you mean? And so, so I showed him. He's like, I didn't know that. See? Yeah. 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 So if you need your, your master key, it's in your fob. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and a lot of the trucks don't have that lock, you know, so you can't drop the spare. Yeah. So it's, yeah. And, and it's all push button. So, hey. You don't see it. Right. Exactly. And it's just hidden good enough in the fob that. Uh, yeah. I never. Because there's a little lock tab or something, right? You just yeah. push it and, and then it pops it and off. Pops out of the fob. Yeah. I was I was trying all sorts. I have tons of different keys in my truck for my office and stuff. So I was trying all different things. I was like something's got to work. And then yeah, I thought right. maybe on the jack there was a special little knob. And nope. nope. Yeah. Three hours yeah. later, so there you go. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. Funny. That's just the salesman not doing a very good job of showing you how the vehicle works, too. I just yeah, I didn't. And you it know, doesn't say, and I didn't read through the book because I started thumbing through, you know, the manual. And yeah, right. I'm sure it's maybe it says somewhere in there, but I didn't My see anything yeah. in there. I don't know if they do this anymore. If you guys have bought brand new vehicles or not, um, but where when I was at the dealership, when I was a service director, what we used to do is get all the new owners of the vehicles, and after them owning the vehicle for three months, we would invite them back in, and then go over the warranty book with them, and oh. we'd go everything all the f- features and everything and how key fobs work and we would point out things like that with that and show them everything because then people would be going, oh, i didn't even know that because sometimes when we buy a vehicle we're so excited we just get it and go right and exactly. and no matter what they're saying all we're hearing is blah 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 blah, <laughs> right. blah and you want to get in the vehicle and drive right shiny that's oh, yeah. all your mind <laughs> yeah. i just want to drive this thing <laughs> right. you know and you get in you drive it and then you know, yeah. a couple months later, you start going, well, I wonder how this works or what is yeah. that for? What does this button do? Right. So it was really, it was very, very beneficial to our dealership for, that we did that. And sure. the customers loved it. Oh, yeah. And then you'd get the guys that wouldn't even leave because they wanted, hey, do you got a minute to show me how this works? And right. and sit down with them and, you know, yeah. and, and like with Buick, you know, you had a Park Avenue, you had one key fob for one setting and one for the other. They never knew how to set them. Oh, two different people. Yeah. Right. Your yeah. seat's moving. The wife had yeah, one exactly. and the husband right. had one. Yeah. And so you push that key fob and it would move to her settings yeah. and then the other one, you know, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you you get in and you push the button. Why is my seat always all the way forward now? This is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and I always have to move it. Well, yeah. Quick grabbing your wife's key fob. Yeah, right. Exactly. So we would set those for them and yeah. and oh, they just loved that and it was yeah. very beneficial, but I don't know of any dealers that are doing that now. Nah. And then if you buy a GMC truck from a Toyota dealership, oh. they don't have no clue how half those hey, things right, work. Exactly. Because the, the salesman, oh, a used okay. car salesman, he doesn't go through and and show you all every this vehicle. Stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which know. he should. I, honestly, it, it, yeah, I we mean, have to learn every vehicle in the automotive side. Yeah. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. If you're an independent. So yeah. just just some observations from my side. Yeah. You know, because I, I bought a truck and they didn't have no clue. Yeah. How everything worked. All right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, I got to well, go home you, and read that book. You look at the dash and there's so many things on there. It's just nowadays. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, it's overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, the screen in my truck, I, I just like, I, you know, there's stuff that I don't need to know, but. It would be maybe Helpful. nice to have something. Oh, it, well, do this. <laughs> really? 
did not know that. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, like, I bought a 16 a GMC Sierra, oh, 16, okay. 2016, and, uh-huh. and we get in it, and I didn't want to know about everything, you know, and Pam goes, we're driving down the road. She goes, what's that button for? I'm, well, don't touch it, you know, because I don't know what it's going to do. Passenger ejector she goes, seat. You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> boom. Yeah. But she, she goes, well, if you own the truck and you don't know how this works, why did you buy the truck? I don't understand. You because should know that this works. Get in and drive. Yeah. I said, well, I don't, you know, and I opened up the glove box to see if there was an owner's manual. There isn't there's one. Not, yeah. yeah. yeah well, at, least, like, at least you can order one. Or yeah. I know. But what's funny is why is there not an owner's manual in a used vehicle? You know, who took it? Yeah. You know, right. did the owner keep it? I mean, well, it's got to be somewhere. It. Nobody They're probably in the it. detail bay all stacked <laughs> up, <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, a lot to that. I mean, yeah. And there's just stuff. I mean, all the all the four by four stuff, everything like that that mine does. I've, you know, basically I didn't open the owner's manual to look at it. I just YouTube videos, stuff like that. But all the screens in the GM GM vehicles are the same. I yeah. mean, from about I think sixteen or seventeen on up yeah. to mine. Yeah. And it's like they're all the same, so they all do the same stuff. But I'm like, I don't know. I I know my presets. I can use my phone. I yeah. volume up, volume down. Right. You know, change channels with the steering wheel, whatever. But yeah. The other stuff I just haven't ever, you know, tried to figure out yet. So I yeah, don't Pam, know that ever well. Pam pulled my the truck into the garage when we first got it. She drove it home. It was funny because she goes, "We don't really need this thing." I said, "Well, I was buying it for me, not for you, and I want to use it when we, when we pull our trailer and we go sure. when we go on trips. I want to use this truck." So yeah. I kept my '99, right? Yeah. So when we're buying it, she goes, "Okay, give me the keys," and she grabs the keys and jumps in the truck and drives it home. I'm like, "Wait a minute." She goes, well, you could drive the 99. And I'm like, well, that's not fair. I, it was the truck I was wanting, you know. So we get home, and she pulled it in the garage. And so um, I didn't say much, but then we, I got in it to pull out, and I pushed the bit window for the mirrors to fold in. And she goes, how'd you do that? And I said, well, you should have read the manual. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, yeah. right. That didn't get me very far. No, exactly. No. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's funny. Like, my daughter, she picked up my truck when I bought it. Uh, so she drove it home. She was the first one to drive it, you know. Yeah. And uh, the salesman, well, there's this and this and this. And, you know, and uh, she's like, all I need to know is how to make the iPhone connect to the radio that's all i need yeah, to know <laughs> yeah yeah isn't that funny uh, yeah, yeah yeah everybody has their own certain things right one question i have for you is is uh the insurance on my chevy which is a 99 is higher than my insurance on my 2016 i bet you it's without looking so i mean we charge uninsured motorists right on car number one some companies will do it as a separate line item we'll do it on car number one and it's based off your zip code so you could have a volkswagen or a ferrari and that uninsured motors will be the same so if your 99 is car number one yeah and you look at that charge car number two three and yeah. four would say included 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 yeah that's what pe- it is i have people yeah. all the time that are like how come my 2001 honda accords more than my you know 2017 truck Right. And then I'll pull it up and be like, it's car number one, it's uninsured motorist. So you can never sell that truck or your right. insurance rates are going to... Well, no, if you sold it, <laughs> then it'll have to move to the well, next no, one. Well, no, if you sold it, then car number two, three, and four would become car number one, two, and three. And if you added a car, it would just become yeah. car number four. Because yeah. I have people be like, we'll swap them around. I'm like, it's still going to be it's 179. Same, same either way. But I want it on my wife's car instead. <laughs> All right. Mark, hang on. We're going to have to go to a break, hard break. So... Um, we're going to take a quick break. Paul, you going to stay with us? Yeah. 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 And I'm here oh, till good. the end. Cool. All right. And Ken, you're staying. Uh, We're not letting you leave. <laughs> so, all right. You're listening to Fix It, or 
You're listening to Drive Radio <laughs> on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.